Hello and welcome back to Podcast in a Pear Tree. I'm Aaron Lee. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danielle. And we are going to be reviewing Gak's film, Candace Cameron Bure Presents Christmas on Candy Cane Lane. But mm-hmm. before we get started, as we have been doing, what you guys watching? Tell me about it. I watched A Christmas Spark with um, one of my favorites, Jane Seymour. And Joe Lando. Yes, which I didn't realize it was Joe Lando. Reunion from Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. I mean, the chemistry between the two of them, and I had no idea. I was like, whoa, this is sexual chemistry from the 90s. It was unreal. The early 90s. It was so good. If they were a couple in real life, if you told me that, I would believe it. So I highly recommend it. I don't want to give too much away, but it was gold. What I'll say is I am against savory cheeseburger flavored taffy. Yes. No, that is incorrect. I know. That's one thing. The taffy was in a lot of elements of this uh, story. I don't know. I don't really consider taffy a winter seasonal sort of treat. It's more summertime for me, but yeah, there's a lot of taffy talk in, in this film. But it was cute. It was cute. I liked it. I loved it. I do want to let you know, everyone, our elves are out there. My mother, Vicky, is one of our elves, and she has submitted a short review of Hallmark's A Holiday Spectacular. So here it is. This is straight from Vicky to you. Just when my jaded mind refused to believe Hallmark could possibly come up with a new gimmick, they throw the rockets at me. I loved it. All the same elements of every other Hallmark movie were there, with the possible exception of the cookie baking scene. But I didn't care. I reveled in the costumes, the dancing, the 50s glitz and glitter, and yes, even the family drama and obvious love story. Hallmark, you had me at Rockettes. That's great. Oh, I mean, that's so cute. I'm with Vicky. I'm I'm okay without the without the cookie. What what does she call it? A cookie baking disaster. I think it's the cookie baking scene. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I have not finished it yet. I've watched about ninety percent of it. I've been watching it in the mornings, and I'm enjoying it. One of my favorite things about you, Aaron Lee, is that you watch these movies in the mornings, like before you get started with your day. That's the best thing ever. I'm a slow riser. It takes me a while. Like, who I watches a whole open... movie? <laughs> I don't watch a whole movie. It takes me three days to watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, but you pick up on the storyline like each day. That's that yeah, takes a little some, more. It's it like an episodic. <laughs> That's commitment. I also really liked that film. At first, I thought it might be very cheesy, but then the lead actress does a really good job of carrying the storyline. Definitely a flipped script kind of thing because it's about someone who comes from a privileged background who's just trying to be herself but you believe you fall into it and it's very warm so I high recommend there too thanks Vicky I'm debating as to what I want to talk about here <laughs> I think because I saw many things and a lot of the things you've already seen so I want to be just chime in every now and then uh, but I probably am going to comment about a film that came out on Hallmark which is A Big Fat Family Christmas I wasn't sure if I wanted to watch it but Tia Carrera's in it and uh, she is half Filipino and it's my cultural obligation to watch any movie she's in. And I will say I was a little, it was not as bad as I was thinking. There was a lot of stereotypes they played into, but there was one scene where Tia Kerr's character does acknowledge the Filipino side of her. And I feel like I've never seen that in a Christmas movie before. So I was quite proud. They made a reference to Aparol, which is a Filipino star 
in a Christmas tradition. So I was very happy about that. So for that, I was I was okay with watching it. I really liked in that one that the daughter sang Oh Holy Night in Mandarin and she mm. had a beautiful singing voice. Oh, yes. So check out those movies on uh, Hallmark and Lifetime. But right now we're going to talk about a movie on Great American Family or GAF. They are doing their best to rebrand here. And I want to acknowledge that. So it's GAF, not GAC, but we'll probably still call it GAC. Oh, what? It's not GAC anymore? I just like calling it GAC. That's what it is. I thought we were calling it GAC because of Great American Christmas, but it is it is GAF. But we're calling it GAC because of the Christmas thing. Yes, but a lot of people are referring to it in the media as GAF, G-A-F. Uh-huh. However, in the fine print at the end of the movies, it still says copyright GAC. Yeah, so, so I'm going to continue with GAC. Yeah, we're, I think we're, we're covered no matter what. Yeah, we're doing that. Yeah, we're sticking with GAC. Sorry, everyone. All righty. So we're going to be reviewing GAC's movie. Candace Cameron Bure presents Christmas on Candy Cane Lane, which stars Andrea Barber as Ivy, a single mom who's struggling just to get by. Not only does she have to raise her daughter, but she also has to live up to her mother's legacy. And her mother was a holiday decorating maven and hosted her own Christmas-themed lifestyle show. So with the holidays approaching, Ivy tries to keep her head above water while running her mother's Christmas store, trying to get the house decorated so the neighbors on Candy Cane Lane don't run her off the block, and show her daughter the best Christmas yet. Yes, I did pre-write that because... There's not much of a story here. And I didn't think I could do it off the cuff. (laughs) What'd you guys think? I think I just told you what I think. Well, on my GAC scale, I I rate it pretty high. Um, (laughs) I like how we have a separate scale for GAC. They're new. They're new. They are new. They are new. I think it looked nicer visually than the other ones. Andrea Barber, I was glad to see her but she was a bit mumsy. It was just interesting how she's trying to live up to her mother, but also not like she wants her own life, but the neighbors of Candy Cane Lane, like cannot let it go that her mother was, what was she called? The Christmas Maven? Is that what she was I don't, called? Christmas was Maven. she called the Christmas? I said Christmas yeah. Maven. No, I didn't. She I, called she was, herself the Christmas Maven. Yeah. yeah. She she's called, basically, oh, okay. She called herself the Christmas Maven. Yeah. She, I don't even remember the movie. <laughs> yeah. She was basically like Christmas Martha Stewart on Candy Cane Lane. It was, interesting the neighbors on candy cane lane reminded me a lot of like there's a candy cane lane near where i live and it's like a hardcore neighborhood that you have to decorate for christmas and one of my friends told me that he knew somebody that lived in that neighborhood and when you move in you have to sign an agreement whether you're going to participate or not and so i imagine that neighborhood is similar so <laughs> it's kind of like haul out the holly meets candy cane lane here where like yeah but in haul out the holly i liked all the neighbors in this That's i true. didn't That's i really true. wanted to like that neighbor that was making sure everybody... Mrs. Walters? Yes, Mrs. Walters. I really wanted to like Mrs. Walters. As soon as she came on the screen, I was excited. I'm like, ooh, this is somebody who is going to be fun. Mm -hmm. And then as the movie progressed, I disliked her more and more and more. She just bugged me. That's not what I want. I want to love to hate somebody or love to love somebody, but I don't want to feel indifferent and be annoyed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, I agree. And then you have the daughter who's struggling with the parents' divorce and that whole thing, wanting them to get back together. I did like the, um, where they have like Christmas memory books that they would make. I thought that was- 
I, I mean, I thought that was nice, but also my mother tries to be a scrapbooker and um, those take a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure you can't do one every year. <laughs> like just, well, you just whip up a crafty holiday book. I'm like, well, no, they take a lot of time and effort. But it sounds like Andrea Barber's character, Ivy, had a lot of time on her hands before her mom passed away because she was mm-hmm. only at the store part-time. Maybe kind of wonder how, you know, how she was making money. Then when her mom passed away and she took over the store, then really no time. But she had a lot of time on her hands, it sounded like. I, this movie was frustrating. <laughs> yes, I rolled up my sleeves. I have to roll up my sleeves to do this because whew, this movie is, was frustrating for me because I was like, what kind of movie is it? There were so many different genres here. There was the dramatic story about the dad and the mom and the daughter and were torn apart at Christmas. There was the kind of frenzied comedy story about, oh, I've got to decorate. My house has to be perfect and I've got to have a perfect holiday. And then there was the weird crime story with the neighbor and the person who's flipping the candy canes over. And I'm still not quite sure why the daughter was flipping the candy canes over. I don't remember. Yeah, you're right. There were like three different things happening all at once. So it's hard to keep up with all of it, really. It was an emotional roller coaster that was kind of boring. (laughs) Right. And then there was a side love story between the neighbor and some air quotes hoodlum that she put away, even though the air quotes hoodlum wasn't actually a hoodlum. It was a misunderstanding. Too much. Too much. Too much. But I will admit the ex-husband father, he was pretty cute, wasn't he? I thought he was pretty cute. <laughs> sure. Adorable. No, not adorable. I thought he was like good looking in this role and it didn't match Andrea Barber's mumsiness. It was weird. And then they She they was were, very matronly. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, how old is she trying to act? I was a little bothered by the extreme amount of gaslighting that was happening in this movie. Like, <laughs> you're not doing enough. You're not doing and she, and Andrea Barber's character Ivy cared so much and she was just so conflicted. And I just felt, can we cut her a break? Like, this is so sad. She is trying to do everything on her own and like, oh, you must make it out, be there in, in the evening to pass out candy canes every night. And she's like, okay, I have to do it. Wow. You're not doing enough with your lights. I was just, oh, I, I was really that. mad about the light situation because Ugh. hanging Christmas lights on an exterior part of your house is really difficult. And they were giving her such a hard time and she didn't want to ask her ex-husband to do it, but she ended up having to get somebody to do it. But they were being so hardcore about the lights. They were. They were. I get that you don't want to ask your ex-husband to do it. But in this situation with this ex-husband and the way they broke up, it seemed to me as though they shouldn't have broken up. It really was just a matter of like a three hour drive because he was opening his hardware store three hours away while she was trying to run her mother's store. These are both things that are going to take your time for a limited amount of time. Eventually, Ivy's going to straighten out her mom's store and it's going to start running and she's going to be able to spend a little more time at home. And eventually the husband's hardware store and three hours away is going to be up and running and he's going to have a manager and he's not going to have to be there as much. So this is a temporary separation thing. Why did this lead to divorce? I'm glad you brought that up because when they were talking about it, I was like, oh, that's why they got divorced. That's actually like really ridiculous. (laughs) It's just like, wow. 
Okay. I, I really can't say that I completely dislike this movie. It had some charming parts, I think, compared to what I was thinking it might be. It could have gone even worse. It could have been really, really bad. I would say this wasn't amazing, but I was pleasantly surprised, especially by Ivy, the character. I was, okay, I can kind of follow this. I agree, too many things happening, but despite all of those things, it was okay for me. I wouldn't watch it again. Danielle, may I request some specificity here? What charmed you? I would say that the interactions that Ivy would have with her daughter were very, at times, warm. Or the daughter interacting with her dad, those were warm. I definitely also thought that the um, neighbor who was a police officer and her sister also had some warm moments too. But I did, I think Mrs. Walters really took that character way too seriously. Probably that was the one character that kind of bothered me a lot. Was this Andrea Barbara's first Christmas film? It was. I actually watched a little behind the scenes video and she said, this is my first Christmas film ever. And she said she was having a great time. I mean, I think she could do more. I feel like she could excel in this space. I, That's why I'm cutting your break. That. Yeah, I'm yeah. Break on the first one. Is she uh, married to this network or is she going to bounce around, you think? My understanding is that nobody is really married to this network. Probably Candace Cameron Bure is married to the network. But my understanding is what lured a lot of these actors to GAC was multi-picture non-exclusive deals. And uh, GAC's theory is that we're going to bring them in and we're just going to keep them so busy that they don't really have time to go off and do something somewhere else. Mm, I don't know if it'll work. It's a good idea. Do you think that she's really tight with uh, CCB and she wouldn't move to another network? I think she is really tight with CCB. I just saw a thing where she and CCB and a couple of other uh, Full House alums took a cross-country trip together. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Yeah, they're tight. But I do want to bring up something that we talked about when we reviewed A Christmas Present, and that was that CCB or Candace Cameron Bure is the chief creative officer of GAC. And I said that she has to understand that she can do dramatic roles, but she's got to have the Christmas rom-coms on her network. This was an attempt at a Christmas rom-com. I personally didn't find it very funny, nor did I find it very romantic. I will give you, Danielle, the mother-daughter and father-daughter relationship was charming. The daughter being the link there probably is what created that. But Candace Cameron Bure does know that she needs to have rom-coms on this network. That's a positive. She should have had a cameo in this one, I think. It would have been DJ and Kimmy back together. She should have been in it a little bit. She really excels in these types of films. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Maybe they are listening. We can go on to Gak's website and write reviews of individual films. I was on there earlier today, and I feel like I should go in there and say, check out Podcast in a Pear Tree. We review blah, 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 (laughs) blah, and we tell you how to fix the movies. Yeah, we tell you how to fix it. (laughs) We give you tips and tricks for fixing your film. 
Okay, we're talking about Christmas on Candy Cane Lane. What did we think of Dan Payne? Samantha thinks he's cute. So, I mean. <laughs> I think he's, he's giving, good looking. He's a silver fox. He's very tall. He's like, giving I, Chad I, Michael Murray a run for his money. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, th- I thought he was, I thought he was nice. I didn't have any problems with his performance, with his acting. I think it was fine, but I think it was very regular. Yeah, there wasn't anything special. Like it was very two dimensional. I just didn't connect with the characters. He was there. He was a good dad. Great. That's yeah. It. And- I think that's exactly it. I didn't connect with him, but he didn't pull me out. It wasn't like Mrs. Walters where I was just like, what are you doing? Stop. I don't know. It sounds like we're all skipping Christmas on Candy Cane Lane. Not watching it again? No, I don't think so. It's too long and not good enough for me to watch. They're all two hours. I know. (laughs) It's not like this is the Titanic of Christmas movie. Well, you know, wanted to just give Andrea Barbara a shot and be supportive of this first movie outing and you know it wasn't a terrible film it just isn't one that is a repeater right it's not a repeater it's very regular regular is the best i can do it didn't have enough of a hook to really get me well especially after watching call out the holly where that was just we were just on like riding this high with that one and then this one kind of had similar elements and a lot of other weird things added into it and it just didn't live up to that and i feel like we already knew what we liked and now we saw this and we're like yeah we definitely don't like this i mean Aaron Lee, i think you put it best it was either going to need to be leaning into being a funny movie or leaning into being a dramatic movie. And it just was trying to do both. And if it had leaned more into the funny, I think it had it would have had potential. I agree. And also, I mean, I'll give Andrea Barber another shot. Like, I'm excited to see what she does next. We'll see yeah. what happens. We will see what happens. And uh, if it does happen, we will review it here on Podcast in a Pear Tree. Folks, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Please follow, rate, and if you feel so inclined, click and write a review for us. And find us where you find all your podcasts. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.